Here at the Mantrapod, we are currently planning our holiday drive, and we need your help. Email info at coachedinlove.com and let us know which holiday conversations you're dreading or are especially dreading this year. Your responses will be anonymous unless you specifically tell us it's okay to say your name on the podcast or in a live stream. Again, email info, I-N-F-O, at coachedandlove.com and let me know which holiday conversations you are already dreading because you know they're coming later this year. We are also opening a new beta test on September the 1st. Subscribe to Fitness Protection, the podcast, for more details. They'll be coming in a special episode this weekend. I promise it will be short, and the beta is going to be awesome. Subscribe to Fitness Protection, the podcast, now on iTunes, iHeartRadio, my favorite podcast player, CastBox. But anywhere podcasts can be found, you can find Fitness Protection, the podcast. I'm never actually sure if I have free time or if I just keep forgetting shit. Hi, this is Coach MK, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado, but this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, It helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. Today's mantra is, yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? listener wrote in, Coach MK, you've said that it's possible to have an unhealthy relationship with healthy things, and you've mentioned your distrust of ultra running. So I have to ask, how do you know if someone exercises too much? Do you have a mantra for that? Sincerely, Overachiever. Hi there, Overachiever. Uh, In case you didn't notice, I have a mantra for everything and stories to match. Let's start with the story. In 1996, I drove myself to the Tennessee State Golf Tournament, and I was a total wreck. The reality of college admissions was settling in, and I'd received more rejections than acceptances. I was smart for Smith County, Tennessee, but way below average for just about anywhere else. All the work, the extracurriculars, the extra classes, the lawsuit, all of that would probably be for nothing. My high school didn't offer the minimum required courses for most of the schools I wanted to attend. It would take a miracle to get in, and my mom and I were convinced that golf could be my miracle. I remember getting out of my car that morning and the panic attack that made me get back in. What if I wasn't good enough? What if I didn't place? I can barely describe the pressure I felt, but each time I lined up, I felt my entire future depended on a perfect drive, a perfect putt, a perfect day. Do you have any idea how many swings happened over the course of 18 holes? A lot. And I damn near died on every single one. I don't remember much about that day, but luckily my miracle came the following week in the form of an acceptance from Georgetown and a scholarship from the Women's Western Golf Foundation. 
At that time, Georgetown did not have a women's golf team, and the foundation generously let me keep the scholarship. Fun, right? I went to college on a golf scholarship and haven't played since high school. Now, I'm not here to tell you that sports are bad or golf is bad. What I can tell you is that everything is good until it isn't anymore. A little pressure can lead to great results. A lot of pressure can lead to shame, overwhelming anxiety, and panic attacks. A little wine can be terrific. A lot, we've all been there. Same goes for donuts, yoga, Jesus, and running. It's not the what, it's the why. And this is where it gets tricky. Overachievers are terrific at giving the right answer instead of the true answer. It takes one to know one, you guys. You have no idea how many right answers I've had to give, even though they were downright lies. It's a game. Everyone knew it. You were just getting to yes. Everyone's doing it. Undergrad admissions, MBA admissions, Wall Street interviews. Give the right answers with a unique enough spin that you stand out, but not so different you don't fit in anymore. In the five short years I've been coaching runners, I cannot tell you how many right answers I've encountered that were just not true. Even though the person giving that answer didn't necessarily think they were lying to me. And I would not categorize these people as liars in general. They were getting to yes. They were playing the game. Mind your business, coach, and take my money. Let me in. This race is special. It's my dream. It means everything to me. Please make my dream come true. It can only be you. This is why, as a coach, I have to be dubious of anyone who approaches me for ultramarathon training. In the previous example, we could talk about how maybe I was just weak. Mentally ill, you could dismiss me. But looking at the situation and all the pressure I felt, all the factors that led into that moment, that's, that's a higher level conversation. That's really hard to do. And if we're going to talk about all the reasons why someone might decide to go from zero to ultra running, we can't have that conversation without looking at diet culture. Diet culture is insidious. It's everywhere. It'll tell you that you want to do the race, that you want to do all that running, that you want to do all that training. But the true answer is that some would do anything to look like the leaf taught ultra runners in online ads and magazines, including run for two hours per day on 1,200 calories. Telling potential clients that I will not work one-on-one -on -one with anyone who is not working with a nutritionist drives off nearly everyone who tries to hire me. And I'm okay with that. That's why the few ultra runners I train call themselves my unicorns. So how do I know if a person exercises too much? I don't, to be honest, and I never will. And I don't actually distrust all ultra runners, only the ones who want to hire me to coach them. I don't think ultra running is unhealthy. I think everything is healthy until it isn't anymore. And for the most part, the issue isn't the thing itself. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to play golf again, if that will ever be healthy, fun, or relaxing for me like it was before it meant college money. If we're being honest, what crushed me was my desire to be anything other than Mary Catherine Brooks from Carthage, Tennessee, to be anything other than in Carthage, Tennessee. And I spent a lot of time and energy running away from her. It was never about the running, it was about the not dealing. And it was for sure never about the golf. It was about me. 
So if you're wondering if you or someone you love exercises too much, don't. Ask them directly. Tell them you love them, that you've noticed what they're doing, and ask them with interest, not concern. Concern and shame will get you all the right answers and never the true ones, and you can lose a friend in the process. If you find yourself having this conversation with yourself, I advise you to do it in front of a mirror. You'll see the lies more clearly that way. And those lies don't make you a bad person. Don't worry about judging it. Don't judge that. Don't judge yourself. Focus instead on the why. On all the pressure you might be feeling, why you feel the need to lie, why the right answer and the true answer are different. Freedom lives in those things we don't feel free to say. And the path to feeling free once more involves looking at all of the reasons that we feel trapped, all of the pressures that we face, all of the unwritten rules that we follow. Maybe you don't need to set your filter on fire the way that I have over time, but we can all benefit from a little straight talk once in a while. So, the mantra. In those moments when you find yourself caught between the right answer and the true answer, hear my voice in the back of your head saying, yeah, but why? Then stop, look in a mirror, and ask yourself, what game are you really playing? And what do you get if you win? Remember, there are no right answers, only true ones. You are coached, you are loved, and you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzle Nut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three. Don't forget, if you need a mantra, you can always ask for one at info at coachedinlove.com. Again, that's email info, I-N-F-O, at coachedinlove.com.